Amen. Hey, uh, so good to be here, guys. I, I love, I really love your church. So good. Um, really felt welcomed yesterday, apart from that one person who threw a uh, clip at my head, um, a pig. It was some game or something. I got sm- smacked in the head. I, I, I took it like this, you know, it's like the playground at primary school. You know, if you like, if you like the girls, you like pull their hair and kind of, you know, be rude to them and stuff. And so I just, I took it like that. I was like, yeah. Sweet, man. The wounds of a friend, you know, all that sort of stuff. But, uh, you know, you've got an amazing team. Um, really, really awesome. And you're just doing some great stuff here. I'm, you know, I'm going to steal a few ideas, take them back to New Zealand, and I'll just claim them in New Zealand. I'll say, yeah, it's just, I got, I got this ministry manual that hasn't even been released here. I'm already taken back. It's all right. I'll just change the t- titles. Um, but you guys are doing so great. Come on, give yourselves a big hand. Well done, C3 Church. Come on, words. And I just want to inspire you in the time I got left around this this time of activation uh, and getting your gift in the game. I did want to say tonight. Um, you know, I'm, I'm speaking a message called "Your Life Matters," and I really felt like it's just a great. Um, word for helping people just get back in the house, back in their gift, back in the purpose of God. And one of the leaders already came to me today and said, man, I've I've messaged two people uh, that are coming tonight that weren't in church. So if you could bring someone tonight, anyone that's, you know, really... Uh, sometimes in, in following God and serving and doing all the stuff, we can we can really uh, stumble and fall, lose our way, just get a bit disappointed, discouraged, burn out. Come on, let's grab somebody and bring them tonight, and it's going to really just hopefully encourage them. But I, I want to talk this morning about uh, you were born for this, getting your gift in the game, and it's a different message than the other service because I'm just trying to just trying to come through for the front row and all the people that are in two services. Let's give it up for the two service guys. I love the two service guys, you know. Um, but I want to, I want to, uh, if we got some, we got, we must have some surface in the house here. Surface. If you surf, sorry, I can't say that word right now. <laughs> Surfers. Surfer dudes. Uh, who are the surfers? Give me a wave. Yeah. All right. Because there's a surfer there. And, and so surf, using your gift is like this. Not, not that I'm a surfer, but I'm just, I just know these things. Um, I imagine you, you, you've woken up early, you've, you've, you know, you've, you've got out there in the car, you've driven to the surf, maybe it's just down the road, but in, in Auckland, it's a 40-minute drive to, to Piha, which is one of our great surf beaches, and, and you've stuck on the wetsuit, and you, you've, you've jumped in the water, which could be cold, because you guys just surf whenever, um, you've, and you've, you've paddled out, and you've waited a long time for this moment. And the swell comes, and you're like, yeah, this is my wave. Get out of my way. I'm taking this wave. You mess with my wave, I'm taking you down. There's a bit of aggression out there on the, uh, on the waves. Don't think they're all just friendly, chilled out guys. They're just going to take you out if you, get, if you catch my wave. But you finally, you, you paddle, you catch this wave, and you get up, and it's like, yes. I'm sure. Is, is that right? Is that the feeling? Did I get it right? He's nodding his head. He's going, no, it's just, that was rubbish, mate. But... Cool. Um, okay, well, I'm going to talk about something I know a bit more. Fishing. Fishing. Who's with me? Who, who loves to fish? Okay, we've got we to do something here on this church. <laughs> it's the Sunshine Coast. We've got like five people that like to fish, you know. Uh, I, lo- I love my fishing. Okay, so there's a moment. Similar, similar. I've got a fishing buddy, and he's always, he just loves going early, change of light. He, he'll, he'll message me and say, mate, I'll meet you at the, I'll meet you at the boat, ramp at, boat ramp at 5.30 a.m. 
And I'm always negotiating with them. I'm like, come on, bro, 6.30. I'm a senior pastor. I've got the favor of God. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Uh, but so you go out early. You get on the boat. You, you, you motor out. You've got all the gear. You set up all the gear. You get them going. You wait for this moment. And anybody that's, that's, that's fishing, you, you know about this. Like you just get this yank on the line or, or, or you know, the reel starts fizzing. And you know it's something big when you can't tell the difference between if this is a fish or just the biggest snag of your life. Like, it's just dead weight. It's just like, and you're like, you just come alive. You're like, yes. And I'm sure there's many other moments in life. But this is the feeling. You spend the next 40 minutes on the line trying to reel this thing. It's beautiful. But this is what it feels like to use your gift. It's a moment of beauty, and, and you know, people in the world say, you know, born to serve, born to, born, to, born to fish, but these things are great in the moment. They are awesome. They're the blessing of God, but you were born for something greater than just a moment that's gone. It's a memory, but using your gift is the gift that keeps on giving because it makes sense out of your life. It gives you ultimate purpose every single day of your life, and we are all created for it. And I want to just share about this this morning. If you've got a Bible, look with me in 2 Timothy 1 and verse 6. Beautiful scripture. I'll just start reading because it's quite long. But you have a look in your Bible. The guys are sticking on the screen. It says, for this reason, I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For God did not give us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power, love, and self-discipline. So do not be ashamed to testify about our Lord or ashamed of me as his prisoner, but join with me in suffering for the gospel by the power of God who has saved us and called us to a holy life, not because of anything we've done, but because of his own purpose and grace. Beautiful scripture. If that one doesn't get you serving, nothing will. Uh, For this reason, I remind you, he's reminding us because we forget. We forget. We forget what's most important in life. And uh, I said this morning, you know, God gives us three things, three, three major impartations from God in our life. And most Christians miss out on the fullness of that. Number one is salvation through Christ. It's a gift. We do nothing to earn it. He gives it to us. Second is the Holy Spirit. I mean, who, who thinks it's amazing that we get the full power of God, like the Holy Spirit? Can I get a, can I get a shout out here this morning in the, in the 1030? I reckon they're a bit more excited in the 8.30. Can I get a shout out for the, for the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives? That's pretty good. And the third one is the gift of God. And you see a lot of Christians that just their life's not working. It's like, you know, they got salvation. they got the Holy Spirit. But it's just not working. I'll tell you why. Because they've rejected the third and, and incredible gift. This gift gives our life meaning. Because everything else is just like, God, you're awesome. But this, this gift from God, it gives our life purpose. And there are so many people, I don't know but you here in Australia, but I live in a country not too far away called New Zealand, uh, quite similar in some ways, quite amazingly different in others. Uh, but there are so many people walking around not having no understanding of the purpose of their life. And it breaks my heart. You know, it actually breaks my heart. And... Uh, and this gift, the gift of God, will give your life purpose and meaning. Like you'll wake up every day feeling like maybe not, hey, everything's working in my life, but man, I know why I'm here. I know that my life matters to God. And uh, we're created for it. And you can't actually live your life 
without it. So don't even try for a second. For this reason, I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you. It's, it's actually in you. I'm not here to give it to you today. I'm just here to help fan it into flame. Because the Bible says it's in you right here, right now. You might even know what it is, but it's in you. Come on, turn to the person next to you and point at them and say, come on, man, it's in you. It's in you. Hey, now, you said that like you didn't even believe it. Come on, come on, point to them and say, it's in you. It's in you. Come on, turn to somebody behind you and say, it's in you. It's in you. There is something in you. The first gift unlocked salvation in your life. The second gift unlocked the Spirit of God, the Comforter, the presence of the Lord, the Counselor. The third gift unlocks the purpose of your life. And what is it? Let me ask you this morning. What is, the, what is it? Do you know? Who's here and you, you feel like you know the gift of God upon your life? Give me a wave. Yeah, that's, it's like less than a quarter of the people. And I just want to encourage you because I, I'm, not, I'm not here to uh, give you a hard time because actually we live in a, in a world that just like bombards us with like all the stuff. And, and, and that's the enemy's tactic. If he, if he can't kind of keep you out of the house and good on you for being here today, he'll just make you so sort of full of things and confusion that you just can never activate what's already in you. It's in your life, sitting here this morning, it's just like waiting to go. It's like this bomb of the kingdom that's about to explode in your life called the call of God, called the gift of God. And all you got to do is fan it into flame and start using this thing and, and your life is going to take off into a whole nother gear. And it's not just some sort of self-help, like, you, you know, working hard. I mean, it's the supernatural power of God just combining upon your life because of his grace and his purpose. Like, it's amazing. It's amazing. And, and this is our season of activation here in the church. And can, I, uh, this is what I always dream. I have dreams of unity. Like, the world just hates coming together for anything. But God says, if my people could just come together, that nothing would be impossible to them. Imagine if everybody here today, everybody in C3 Kiwana Waters, imagine if everybody in C3 Church, 470 churches across the world came together with their gift and their purpose. Understand, I'm here. I'm here to play my part. I'm here to bring my gift for the house of God. Can anybody give me an amen here this morning? I'm here. I'm here to do something with my gift for the purpose of God. Man, I just... I feel like it would just that would it. God would say, "Yes, bring them all to heaven." This happened, man. Rapture, because we would we would have such an impact on the world. I want you to make it a great uh, desire in your life to seek out that gift and start using it. You want to spend seventy percent of your life in this gift. I want to say this to everyone here today: Don't for for a day longer work and nothing job, just paying the bills, just, and here's my little caveat because I've said this a few times and then people like literally just go to work next day and just quit, which is awesome. I love that radical faith, but uh, get, you know, maybe get another job first, <laughs> just look in the paper and see if there's a better one, but you want to spend 70% of your life using the gift that God gave you because it works at work as well as it does in the house. Like it's, it works everywhere. It's amazing. 
and, and it'll cause you to be uh, a leader in the marketplace, a witness in the marketplace. You, you, you'll, be, you'll be a radical uh, human being when you just use your gift wherever you go. And, uh, you know, we're getting this letter written to us from Paul because he stepped into his gift. And he's so passionate about it. He says, uh, fan it into flame. I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. So God works through leadership. So your gift can't get going just by yourself. You need somebody to lay their hands on you. You need a leader. And that's why we love groups. We love connect groups, getting around somebody that can speak into your world and lay their hand upon you and just encourage you and, and build you up. And, and as, you, as you start serving, as you join the dream team, you're in, you're in this crew that can get around you and lay their hands upon you and help you rise up. It can't happen by yourself. Everything God does is about community, is about people working together. So come on, join Teresa on the dream team. Come on, let's give it up for the dream team. I'm, I'm going for this radical goal this year in our church. Uh, I'm just hoping I can pull it off because I'm, I'm, I'm putting it out next week at uh, Vision Sunday. But we're going for um, 80% of the church in connect groups and 80% of the church serving. We're just doing that because I'm like, I'm like, that is going to make the church go ballistic. Right there, just right there. 80% connecting in community, doing life together. 80% bringing their gift and saying, God, if you could use this old broken down person, I'm here. I'm ready. I'm ready for whatever you got for me. That's all you got to be willing to do. And I'm just believing, you know, imagine with me, imagine the church where 80%, 80% connected and 80% served. I'm just believing it's going to have a mighty impact on, on our city. Uh, it says, for God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self-discipline. So don't, don't let fear, fear limits the gift of God. It just locks it down to this little wee, little wee sprinkling of just, just helping. Oh, I'm just, just come to help. Stop helping. Start serving with your gift. Just get it in the game. Just be a, a radical human being and just, and just bring it um, because God gave it to you. And uh, it's an amazing thing. Don't be afraid. Be bold. Be in faith. Faith is going to cause your gift to build and grow and rise. Fear locks it out. And so, in fact, tonight, tonight we've got a little bit more time. I want to pray for everybody in the house, everybody in church that, that is struggling with fear, doubt, disappointment, anxiety, uh, suicidal thoughts, any of this stuff. We're going to pray for this tonight. Anxious for nothing. Man, we're not going to let fear and anxiety hold us back in the house of God any longer. So again, if you know some people like that, bring them along. We're just going to believe together that we're going to get unlocked, unlocked in our gift. But a spirit of power, power. And you don't have to do it. You know, like some of you Christians like trying to be powerful. like, And it's, you feel like saying, do you want to go to the toilet? Uh, <laughs> can I, I have you take you to the toilet? Um, that's the second gift. You've already got it power of the Holy Spirit. You don't have to try and be powerful. You know, it's like it's a stance of, you know, because that's the world, like, like a show of strength, you know, like. <laughs> but you, it's, already, it's already all in you. Salvation is in you. The power of the Holy Spirit is in you and the gift of God is in you. And you start using these things together. You see, God anoints the gifts. He's not going to give you the power. God didn't release his power you know, from the cross, just so we can have a little shake and bake, you know, just a little, ooh, ooh. 
Oh, oh, I got a touch. Oh, I got a touch this morning. It's like, what the heck, man? I mean, I'm into it. You know? Take it, man. Go down. I, 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 I'm right into this thing. But God didn't give the power of the Holy Spirit just so Christians become fruitcakes. He, he gave the power of the Holy Spirit that we would be, come on, mighty to the pulling down of strongholds. That way we would be filled with the Spirit. Every time, every time you go down under the power, you're rising up, filled with His power, ready for a new level of strength, of purpose. Come on, that's what it's for. Not so you can just get a little wee touch. God's not into little wee anything. He, he's, he's, he's powerful. And His power comes upon you to ignite this gift. Uh, and it's going to be awesome. Praise God. Therefore... Do not be ashamed of the testimony about our Lord or ashamed of me. Come on, don't hide away. Don't hide away in a busy life, man. If you're too busy for the call of God, you're just way too busy. You've got to change it up, man, because you're missing out. You're missing out. Too many Christians feel like, you know, they've dodged the bullet by, by not serving or getting connected. But you just all you're doing is you're missing out on who God created you to be. And I see a lot of people, you know, the new churches out there. Uh, are the like cafes and the malls. I drive past the biggest church in Auckland to get between my two campuses. It's called Sylvia Park Mall. And uh, every Sunday, it's, it's the biggest church in the city. And, but it's not fulfilling. They go there, spend all this money, feels good for a moment, then you get the credit card bill, and it's like, oh, I hate my life. You know, but if <laughs> what God gives you, gives your life meaning, purpose, future. So don't be ashamed. Come on, don't hide away. You, you, you're created to shine, baby, here in, in the Sunshine Coast, to shine for Jesus. Don't be a casual Christian. It's, this is just, it's not even in the Bible. It's in or out, you know. Jesus is radical. I love it. But share in the suffering for the gospel by the power of God. So, you know, it's going to cost us a little bit. You know, I don't think Teresa's getting up here and is all just happy, just pumped. You know, there's a cost along the way. Because you choose this instead of that. You say, God, I'm choosing you. God, I'm standing for you instead of just hanging out, doing whatever I want. But be willing to pay the cost. A bit of suffering for the, for the cause, for the purpose of God is, is going to build something beautiful in your life, you know. That's why this, this lady here is going to be able to help so many people because she's paid a cost. She says, come on, come on. It's going to be all right. Let's, let's go. We're going we're to get this working out in our lives. But sharing the suffering by the power of God who has saved us and called us to a holy life not because of anything we've done, not because of our works, but because of his own purpose and grace. Amazing. And I've got to tell you, just in uh, my first part of closing, uh, that <laughs> I, I love that. I was talking about grace. You know, don't take grace as this big out on everything. I'm in the grace of God. Just leave me alone. Like, it's, I, I find that offensive, and I shouldn't be offended because I'm a pastor, but um, grace is such a beautiful thing. I was saying this morning, he's made room for you. Like who, you know, the Bible says, who the heck are we that God even knows? But he does. Not only that, he, he makes room for you. Like he goes, my kingdom is rocking, but it's going to be so much better with you. And so he makes room for you. And he gives you something to do that's not just like, just, yeah, like a waste of time. It's, it's powerful. Like it's, it's a meaningful expression. Uh, in the kingdom. And I got to tell you, just, I'm, I'm just telling you right now, for me, you know, as a young person came in, I said the other service, you know, uh, teenager came in, an absolute train wreck, like just destroyed my life in, in the most incredible ways. And, and I just raised my hand in a service just like this, said, God, if you're real, if you take me, I'm coming. And 
And I discovered in that moment, you know, God's acceptance, but also this purpose. Just, it just dropped on me. It was like he said, Dean, I've, I've raised you up for something. And I just really try to spend most of the rest of my life since then just being about that business because what, what he does is just so beautiful. So many different ways. Um, I, I said on Sunday, you know, Pastor Trent that came recently, you know, one of, one of the gifts of my life is leadership. And so I try and help people to find the pathway of God. And one day I saw this guy, Trent, he looked like a pretty dark, kind of radical human being. Uh, I always find them fairly interesting. Uh, when they walk into church, like, what are you doing here, man? It's good that you're here. I chased him down the street and I said, hey, hey, man, if, if I see God's call on you, and I'll be willing to speak into your life if you're willing to do the journey. And, and he did. There was two friends. One did, one didn't, Trent and Eden. One said yes, one said no. And, and you know, just even for me to see two weeks ago, he launched, him and Jade launched the campus up there in Whangarei, over 100 people there, about 10 people saved on the first Sunday. And it's just, it's just a beautiful thing to be part of what God's doing. I mean, it's, not, it's not like I did hardly anything. I just ran down the street. God, God does the heavy lifting, but you're part of it. And that's, it's beautiful. It makes sense of your life, all this brokenness. Why do I go through, through all this? But God uses it for his purpose because if you're here and you've been through some tough times, you've had some brokenness, you can understand some things about people. I see some dark, kind of heavy-looking individuals walk into church. I think, I remember that. I know what that feels like. I can help this person. Let me. <laughs> and I know they can do a lot for God when they get turned around, when they get saved. Uh, another story is I just I shared, and this is just my life. This is just what God has done. I was saying when I was a little kid, my dad talked to me about Cambodia. You know, just it, it was like it's like he sat me down. He was he was, he was a pretty staunch guy. He sat me down. He's a great Christian, and he said he just told me all this stuff about Cambodia. I was like nine years old about like people getting killed, about, you know, Cambodia lost a quarter of their population. <laughs> I'm like, thanks, Dad. Uh, had nightmares for the last, you know. <laughs> I don't know. He told me about it, and then that was it. He never went to Cambodia and whatever. But all these years later, somebody walked into my church one day and said, hey, um, you know, do you want to partner with us to help plant a few churches in Cambodia, and, and that's always a tough one for me because I just love planting churches, so I just hard to say no. You'd have to be an absolute maniac, like kind of, uh, you know, in a, in a mental institution, and then I'd say, yeah, I don't think we're going to do that one, bud. But anyway, I said, yes, we helped plant these churches, and then just recently they've been through some real tough times, and I just thought, you know, all these years of me just journeying, and I thought, this is our moment. I'm doing this. We're not going to let these go. We are not going to let these churches go. And we just, we just went into bat for these churches in Cambodia. This is a, a broken nation, probably one of the nations more broken in the world than just about anywhere on planet Earth. And because of God's grace, I get to be part of bringing the kingdom to a nation with less than 1% Christian that have been a broken generation that have lost so many people. I mean, it's a privilege. It's not like a burden, like, oh, man, what a tough job. It's, I mean, I just go up there. I just feel like, God, this is... Amazing. I've got a picture of our guy here. Um, it's, this is our leader, Pastor Tenny Keat, 23 years old, looking after three locations uh, across Cambodia, just about to get married when we go up there this year. And I've got another shot here of we launched a, a primal youth church there in Siem Reap, you know, in one of the big tourist cities of uh, Cambodia. Just amazing. And I still remember one of those shots, I think that one in the far right-hand corner. I'm standing on this... Um, thing like this and all these young people 
are surrounding me and we're doing the sinner's prayer about that, that night about, you know, 97 uh, people made decisions for Christ. And I'm praying this prayer and it's got to be translated. So I'm saying, you know, dear Jesus. And then somebody translates it into Cambodia and then all the kids scream out. They're just crying out to God, like the passion from these young Cambodians. And I, I, I could hardly get through the prayer. I was so emotional. I'm like, God, this is, this is awesome. How did I qualify for this job? How did I get this job? And the way that I got it was just by the grace of God, by the purpose of God. And, and all I really did was say, oh, I'm ready to use my gift. At the time, it was drums. For John, it was trumpet. Uh, <laughs> That's all I did, and God, God will do the rest, guys. God will do the rest, but it's a beautiful story, and I wake up in the morning. You know, not every day is easy for me. I've got some challenges. I've got some money to raise. I've got some things to do, but I, I wake up thinking, what on earth has God got in store for us in 2018? And as we bring it to a close here, I, w- I want to just give you a couple of keys to get your gift going in 2018, and here it is. Number one, acknowledge your gift. Today, maybe that's your step. Just to acknowledge God, I acknowledge that you put a gift on my life. And I'll stop running from it. There's people here, there's people all over the world that just run from the the gift of God, the call of God. Don't don't run from it. It's His gift to you. Like, it's beautiful. It's going to make your life come together. Number two, use your gift. Use it. Acknowledge it. Start using it. Next week, get on the team. Come afterwards. Teresa, just like, give me, give me something right now. I got to do it. I got to do it. The very first week I was in C3 Church ever, 1990, I, I, I was serving because they asked me to come play drums. That's how I got there. Uh, they didn't have a drummer that week. And, and somebody from the music store I worked at said, hey, would you come? So the very first experience of me turning up to church was actually playing in the band. <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, I'm still here. Worked out. Worked out. <laughs> uh, use your gift. Just use it. It's your worship to God, man. You know, great or small. You might think you're Oh, I've got nothing. You see what God does when you start getting it in the game, man. Number three, develop your gift. So don't just say, well, that's it, whatever. Work on it. Make it better. Make it excellent. Just say, God, I want to be the best drummer I can be. God, I want to be the best trumpet player in C3 Kiwana Water. It's probably pretty easy. It's probably only about two. Uh, (laughs) Whatever I'm doing. Guys, if you're looking after a group, I want this group to be on fire for Jesus. You know, whatever whatever I've been given to do. You know, I remember my first ministry assignment, because sometimes we get something... Oh, this is, oh, I've been given a hospital pass. My first ministry job, I was 19. It was. I got, I got this thing called young teens, you know? What, what do we call it now? Like intermediates. Junior high, junior high. Who's junior high leader? Oh, they're in the program. All right. So I had, I had five kids, you know, and we'd had all these leaders go through, you know, nobody wanted to do this job. Everyone left because the kids were five kids. I had a, this was my first ever vision meeting. It was like this row here. It was like five people. I just brought it. I didn't even know anything about leadership. I'm just like, okay, guys, I shared the vision. I was like, guys, this is going to be awesome. <laughs> we're <laughs> we're, we're going to build this group, young teens, as we call young teens. Young teens is going next level. We're going to bring our friends. Man, we're going to reach people. We're going to do this. And they're all sitting there just like, this guy's so weird. Uh, but we did it. We did it, man. I bought a van, and back in those days, seat belts and all that weren't such a big deal. So we just packed everybody in the van, and, just, and, and, we, and we, built, we built this thing, you know, that was broken down, and nobody wanted to be there, and we built it up. At the end of the first year, you know, all these people came in. I think it, it, we did a camp, and 35 people got saved after 12 months. And I thought, 
Awesome, let's do this, you know? And that's leadership, taking something that's broken and making it work. That's, that's, that's all we've got to do in our lives. Amen. And uh, my last one is serve, serve with your gift. Serve with your gift. Each one should use whatever gift he has received to serve others faithfully administering God's grace in its various forms. As you serve, the grace of God is going to touch people's lives in the most amazing way. I hope uh, you know I've been able to fan into flame a little bit of what's sitting in the room here today because you are amazing. This is already an amazing church, but it's going to be greater when each one of you in 2018 activate the gift of God. Come on, can we just stand together in his presence?